Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle. I call myself a dream coach and I hope that's not weird, but that's very helpful for you. What is a dream coach? Well, before there was a was, there was a God who is nowhere in the midst of nothing dreaming about you. God is the original dreamer. So it's very apropos. You need to know that there is an original dreamer. You need to know that there is a dream for your life, that there is a purpose, a plan, that you're not here on a mistake. You were never a mistake. Even if you came by way of rape, and I know that sounds rough, but I'll tell you, James Robeson came into this realm a, a product of a rape. And if you don't know him, he's one of the greatest men to walk the planet. He's actually preached face-to-face uh, -face with more uh, people than Billy Graham did. He's dug thousands of wells in Africa for clean water. He's done. He's led so many people to the Lord and been such an encouragement all the days of his life. He's an amazing man, but he was a product of rape. He, he even, he got so healed that he took the the perpetrator's last name. It's just an amazing testimony. And uh, so anyway, uh, I just say you, why do I say that? Because you're here on purpose. And the enemies tried to stop you all the days of your life. And I want to tell you, you're unstoppable. You just don't stop. Don't stop believing. Uh, the journey song, I, I know you went right there, but anyway, uh, don't stop believing, don't stop going, don't stop decreeing, and don't stop going, because your deliverance is in your go, but your deliverance is in your declaration, but you got to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David himself, David, King David said, I would have fainted, or I would have lost heart had I not seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and that that is found in psalms 27 13 he said he would have gave up he would have lost heart if he didn't believe that he would see something you see something good in the land of the living see something good of the lord in the land of the living i'm telling you sometimes you got to stand in and all things stand to see the deliverance of the lord don't give up don't give up don't sit down and don't shut up the enemy has tried to assassinate you all the days of your life the enemy has come to steal kill and destroy but i want to tell you there's one that came to come and bring life and life much more abundantly and you are on here because you have faith in god I, you, and you're, you're saying, I don't know how I'm going to make it this time. I'm feeling the, the proclivities of my flesh rising. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the distribution of, the, of the, the enemy's destiny trying to connect me with trauma. And I feel the rejection of people. I feel these different things. I want to tell you what you're feeling might be real. But I want to tell you they're not the final end of the story. They're just facts. People might be rejecting you. People might be saying all manner of evil against you. People might be persecuting you. The, the enemy might be tra tracking you down because you're too valuable 
for the kingdom of God. And I'm here today on purpose with a purpose to tell you, decree and declare to you today, there is a better day available. There is a better moment coming. And I want to tell you, you look right now at all the assassination attempts. And I want to tell you, just before the greatest assassination comes, the greatest elevation. Don't give in. Don't go back around that mountain. You got, you've been here before. You can, I'm talking right to you, Jill. I'm talking right to you, Jan. I'm talking right to you this day. And you need to understand you've been here before. Bill, you've been here before. Rod, you've been here before. Don't go back around the mountain again. Don't go back down that way anymore. You've been down that pathway. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so I tell you today, just before the significant elevation comes an attempted assassination, and so you're at this transition moment. You've been here before, like I said, it's time to transition, time to go up higher. It's not time to give in. You get to this one point every time, and and, and this button gets pushed. Bob, this button gets pushed, and you need to understand the enemy's pushing your button because you're getting too close. Trigger's been pulled. I said, how can I do it? I failed again. I failed again. Don't give up. I break the spirit of condemnation and shame. I break the spirit of assassination that's coming against your life. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ against it right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I call forth fresh hope. I breathe fresh hope into your life today. I call forth a greater grace for you that you would be able to see. You would be able to believe again that you would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The enemy is trying to snuff out your hope. He's trying to get you. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But Romans 5, 5 says, hope no longer disappoints us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Hope no longer in the new covenant. In the old covenant, hope deferred made the heart sick, but we cannot be made sick any longer because we have the love of God poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. So we hope no longer disappoints us. And I want to say to you, don't give in, don't give up, don't sit down, don't shut up. Look to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, I would have fainted. I would have lost heart had I not believed I would see. And I'm here to speak to your believer today. You're just one glimpse away one glimpse of his glory away from receiving the hope, the power, the ability to rejoice. The enemy, if he can shut down your sight, he can shut your mouth. If he can shut down you seeing and positioning yourself to see better, he can shut down your voice because your your praise because comes because of what you've seen. And, and last week we I shared on, I finished on Revelation chapter 4, verse 8, where the four living creatures, one had the face of a lion, the face of a cow, the face of a man, and the face of an eagle. And these four living creatures would fly around the throne. They would have six, they had six wings. One, one set of wings to 
cover, one set of wings to hover, and one set of wings to cha- to go uh, and, and change their trajectory around the throne. And they were looking through the cloud, the, the storms of lightning and thunders, the voices, and all the activity that was going around the throne room. It sounds like us, right? And we're looking like they are looking. But I want to tell you, you can see clearer than the four living creatures you need to know today you can see clearer than the four living creatures that were full of eyes all around and within the, this is a freaky sight the, the they had eyes on their wings eyes on their eyes they had eyes on their torso and apparently and and maybe i'm i'm not Uh, transliterating it properly but i'll tell you it sounds like they had eyes within i want to tell you your eyesight within is greater than their eyesight i want to tell you today you can see the goodness of the lord you can see a glimpse of his glory all you need to see today i'm here to speak to you i'm here even in video as well as audio i'm here today so that you will see and have hope to believe that you would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. There is much better days that are available to you if I can just get you to shift your eyesight. Okay. Zacchaeus. And you've, you've, I've, I love the story of Zacchaeus. Uh, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He was hated by everybody. He, he was he was stealing and he was he was uh, really profiting off of people and he heard that Jesus the Messiah was coming by and he was short in stature so you've heard me you might if you've heard me preach you've heard me share even on these podcasts I think I've shared this once or twice that Zacchaeus repositioned himself so he could see the Savior I'm 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 telling you today. You have repositioned yourself because your victory is in your vision. You have repositioned yourself to see better today. I'm decreeing and declaring an eye salve again over your eyes that you would see. The enemy's trying to capture your eyes so that he can assassinate your future. He's trying to captivate your mind so that you can be filled with negativity and and, and allow strongholds to cause the direction of your life. And I say the strongholds of the enemy to cause direction of your life. I want to say to you today, you will have the stronghold of the Lord as we transition your position of your vision so that you can see the Lord. It's time for you to see the goodness of the Lord. I am releasing an anointing to believe afresh again that you would see. The Bible says that you will see you will see it, you'll see the glory, and you will be filled. It's in Isaiah. Let me just turn there quickly. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 5. It says, Then shall then you shall see and be and become radiant. There's something about seeing that causes you to become radiant. There's something about you seeing that gives you an ability to become glorious you are about to exchange with what you are facing i've said this before ladies and gentlemen and you need to hear it again you only exchange 
glory with the things that you are facing. Stop facing your problems. Stop facing the enemy. Stop facing the proclivities of your flesh. Stop facing. Stop exchanging. The enemy needs to be put underneath your feet right now. And say this after me. Say, Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ against the spirit of assassination right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I command you to come down and I command you to get underneath my feet in Jesus' mighty name. The enemy is being crushed. The God of peace is about to crush Satan underneath your feet, underneath your feet. So, but you got to call him. You got to be getting, you got to be like the stall released from the, uh, 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 sorry, a calf released from the stall and dance and crush the enemy into dust is what it says in Malachi. They're, they're the enemy. And, and once again, the enemy is not flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. The enemy is not, you know, the person like a, a, a human being. But we are about to crush the enemy and the and his works. The Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one, and you have come, you have been manifested on purpose with a purpose right into these valleys of the shadow of death because he needs you to feast in the midst of your enemy and crush them underneath your feet. You, you need to know that, the, that, that you're not being led into the valley to be defeated. You're not being led into the valley to be defined by that. You're not being led in the valley to, be, uh, to do anything except for conquer. You're being led through these valleys. You're being put in these positions and even put in these pits because you need to find the better treasure that God has prepared for you. Their assassination is being broken today because your eyes are beginning to look at the things that are above. Zacchaeus was short in staff, stature, sorry. He was short in stature and he was short. He had shortcomings in his life. We all have had shortcomings in our lives and we're still dealing with things that, that are causing us to come up short. And we need to know today that we can climb up the sycamore tree. He found a sycamore tree. What is the sycamore tree? I call it the sycamore tree. When you, are, when you can't see properly and you know Jesus is there, you can't see properly, but you know Jesus is there. You need to climb up the seek him more tree. You need to begin to just, with all your might, with all your grit, you need to Colossians 3 to it. Coloss what is a Colossians 3 to it? It's you set your mind on the things that are above. You say, Father God, I don't know how to do this, so I'm going to pray in tongues. I don't know how to do this, so I'm going to praise my way out. I'm going to praise, Lord God. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to look for the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I want to tell you, you can have the uh, an appreciative inquiry. You can have AI, which is appreciative inquiry. It's a, a type of lifestyle that is actually a lifestyle that you can you can operate in where you look for the goodness of God in every situation. You can find it. You just got to look for it. Look and behold and become radiant. You got to look for the goodness of the Lord. I would have fainted 
I would have lost heart had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord, see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So Zacchaeus climbed up the seek him more tree. He got out, he went out on a limb and he saw Jesus. Here's the deal. If you see Jesus, Jesus can see you. You got to position yourself to be seen. You got to position yourself because if you can see him, he can see you. If you can see him, you can have him. If you can see it, you can have it. Even even modern day uh, success coaches and focus coaches say, if you can see it, you can have it. They they get you to visualize. They get you to imagine. They get you to speak it like you own it. They, they they're focus coaches that are trying to get you to visualize your victory. When these focus coaches, like the uh, uh, different high level tennis players, have hired focus coaches for the longest time teaching you how to visualize your victory. You need to visualize your victory. You need to see. And what is the visualize of your victory in, in, in the kingdom of God? It's seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's seeing the glory of Jesus. This is the most important scripture that I could ever give to you, I think, ever. Are you ready? It's John chapter 1, verse 14. In, in the beginning, it says uh, that, in the beginning of uh, John chapter 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by the Word. Now, uh, the whole scripture, the whole chapter is phenomenal. Uh, but John chapter 1, verse 14 says, that's 11 verses later after John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, 11 verses later in John chapter 14, it says, the word became flesh and dwelt among them, and they beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The difference maker is they saw the glory. The difference maker is they they got a glimpse of the glory. They, they saw that Jesus was the answer. I want to tell you that seeing Jesus is the answer. Your victory is in your vision, and your victory is in you visualizing your victory. Your, your imagination is up for battle. The enemy is trying to battle you to get you to imagine the defeat. He's trying to get you to distribute to you so you can see what the enemy is doing. He's, his job is to illuminate to your eyes what you're going through. Don't be, don't be fooled by that fool in Jesus' mighty name. Don't be don't be subjected to what the enemy is trying to do by catching your vision. The enemy is trying to get you to behold what you're going through. 
But the, the secret is, is we need to behold the lamb. We need to behold the lamb. John the Baptist says, behold the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. If you're beholding, if you're looking into, behold is captured. You're being captured by it. You're behold. You're being captured by something when you behold or, or when something is beheld. When you are, that means you're looking deep into it. God is trying to get you to look deep into the things of the of him the things of the lord and it's time that you begin to see the goodness of the lord because when Zacchaeus got caught up in uh, when he got caught up in praise when when Zacchaeus got caught up uh, into a higher place because he repositioned himself by climbing up the seek him more tree he got out went out on on the branch and then he saw jesus and jesus saw him and this is what happened and when jesus came to the place he looked up you position yourself by being here today zacchaeus repositioned himself to a place where jesus could see him saw him and and when jesus came to the place he looked up this is sorry luke chapter 19 verse 5 and when jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said to him zacchaeus make haste come down for today i must stay at your home you must position yourself in the season of the of his visitation the enemy is trying to capture your imagination because you're in a moment of his visitation the enemy is trying to capture your thought life by your vision. He's trying to get you to see things that are contrary to God's dream for your life. He's getting you to look at things you shouldn't look at. He's trying to get you to look at the negative problems around the world. Don't, don't focus on the things of the world. You need to, according to Colossians 3, 2, set your mind, set your thoughts, set your affections on the things that are above. Set your gaze on the things that are above, not on the things of the earth. That's what it says. It says that. Don't get, don't be cheated by, don't be ripped off by the enemy by believing what he is saying to you because the physical realm is not the higher realm. Physical realm's wonderful and great, but I'll tell you, the, the solid unseen realm is where we need to be looking to because it's solid, because it has the answers. It's where your spirit is dwelling in 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 the secret place of the most high it's where your spirit is dwelling seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness you need to begin to believe the word of god whose report are you going to believe the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm with only physical facts or are you going to believe the goodness of the lord that can happen in in the land of the living why because you are seated in heavenly place you are already seated in victory today i'm not trying to get you to get to victory i'm getting you to see your victory because you come from victory you come from from the answer you come into this realm from your righteousness you are the righteousness of god in christ jesus because of the blood of jesus christ on your worst day you are no longer a sinner a dirty rotten sinner scumbag skinner sinner saved by grace you become the righteousness of god 
in Christ Jesus and it is time for you to take your place in the in God's race of grace and begin to win the trophies that he predetermined for you to live and take the crowns so that you can have many crowns and you can throw them down at his feet. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't shut up. Don't turn your back on God. It's not over until you stop going. It's not over until you stop speaking. It's not over until you give up and i tell you you don't have to give up and you don't have to go down in defeat like i said last week not one single time katherine kuhlman said you don't have to be defeated not one single day of your life what is victory not my expected outcome my victory is the fact that I was endeavoring to be obedient to God. Did I sow and did I water? Because my, my expected outcome is not the metric of my measurement of my victory. My expected outcome has very little to do with my victory. Sure, do I think something's gonna happen? Yeah, but I, I don't put my faith in that. I put my faith in this. I trust God that he is gonna bring the increase when its maximum potential is available. Okay, woo, glory, hallelujah. So there's a few other scriptures I've got to get to. And this this is this is so key. And in 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord are being transformed from glory from uh, into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord what does that mean when you look with unveiled face because the blood of jesus christ caused the veil that separated the holy of holies from the holy place from from uh, the outer court the inner court, the most holy place, the, the veil has been separated. The veil has been torn in two. And now there's no more veil. There's no more veil over our minds. The blood of Jesus Christ has paid the price. And now we can gaze. Nobody could look at the Lord before Jesus came and died for us. Nobody could look at the face of God and live, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you can look boldly into the face. You can behold the glory of the Lamb. You can behold by the glory, and you can be ex you can exchange your glory for His glory. You only what you see is what you exchange glory with. And I just plead the blood of Jesus Christ over people that have been looking into things they ought not to. And I'm asking right now, Father God, heal their eyes. I release an anointing of ISAB over their eyes to see properly. Let me just read that one more time. But we, 2 Corinthians 3, 18, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image as the Lord. From glory to glory, we're going from glory to glory, from victory to victory. And this is even, oh yeah, but we, we went through the valley. Not it, the valley doesn't determine your victory. The valley determines the weight and glory of the treasure that he wants you to pick up in the midst of that valley because he hides his best treasures in the darkest places. You need to count it a privilege that you had to go into that pit. You need to count it a privilege because he hid the best treasures in these roughest places. The enemy's trying to 
seek to steal and, and and destroy you and 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 all and kill you but i'm telling you none of that matters when you keep your vision focused on the lord exchange glory with him okay another very strategic scripture right now but the most important scripture is that one I, I, I quoted for you earlier in, in John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh, that's Jesus, and, and, and dwelt among us. And we beheld, this is John the Baptist, or John, sorry, John the Beloved, saying that we beheld his glory. That him and the disciples and the, all the apostles and all the other disciples, we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. It's beholding his glory. That changes everything. Father God, give us a grace to change the trajectory of our sight so that we, our gaze will determine our days and they shall be victorious. And I release again a grace for you to believe that you will see the goodness of the Lord, the glory of God in the land of the living. So here's another great scripture here. 1 John 3, 2. It has... It has not been revealed what we shall be. That's phanero. Phanero is the Greek word there, which means to make visible. So it has not been, it not yet been revealed that we shall, what we shall be. But we know that when he is phanerud, what is made visible, to make visible, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And I want to tell you, there's an anointing on the earth right now. An eye salve so that you, you can see him as he is. You need to see him as he is. You can see him as he is. And it's time for us to get a glimpse of his glory and change our days because of the effect of our gaze. Your victory is in your vision. Your victory is in you visualizing your victory. And I'm praying today that you would be able to see everything that the Lord has for you today. I, I hope that you have you've received a, a deliverance today. I speak a deliverance anointing over you. I release a deliverance anointing over you. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over you, over your calling, your election, your purpose, and God's dream for your life. I say, come up here, even as John, uh, uh, God told uh, John, the beloved in Revelation chapter 4, he says, come up here and I will show you things. I just say to you, come up here, come up higher, come up, have a, a, a greater vision, come beyond the snake line, come above the fray, be living out of your victory. Be, ask the Lord, how do I live from that place where I am seated with you? in heavenly places and, and why if i'm seated with you why am i going through all these problems here's the issue and we're going to get into it over the next few weeks you're a, you're a spirit your spirit is the one that got saved your soul is being saved and your body shall be saved your whole spirit soul and body is being preserved until that perfect day that's why your your whole being is sanctified why because the presence of god in your body 
And your body is what houses your spirit. Your body is what houses your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. But the Holy Spirit dwells in your body because you have become one with the spirit of the living God. So now the reformation of your spirit, you're born again. Now the transformation of your mind brings the restoration to your external body. Your inner man is being renewed daily, but it's time for the spirit of the living God to rise up in the midst of you because you've seen a glimpse of his glory. There, there's a river of living water that wants to flood out of your life today and begin to come upon you, quicken you, fortify you, mantle you, flow forth from you, and begin to displace everything contrary to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I sure hope this was helpful today. I hope that you receive fresh hope today. I believe that you're going to be able to see your dream fulfilled at greater portions and levels because you can fulfill this much or this much of your dream. It's kind of up to you. But for the sake of um, the King of glory, allow him to bless you so much that you fulfill the maximum of the potential of your dream and that he can fully develop and become everything that he was supposed to be because he is the one is being and he is still the one is becoming because it has to do with you whether you live out the the full dream is god limited no is, is he going to be upset no is he going to be angry no none of these things but the potential is so much greater if we would just submit and see properly and begin to speak great praises of the glory of God that we can face. You manifest the glory that you're about to look into. Manifest the glory by your praise. Manifest by asking God to show you his glory. Amen, 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 and amen. Father, thank you for this audience. Thank you for the privilege the honor, Lord God, of ministering to these listeners and these people listening uh, or even watching on YouTube. Father, we are so grateful, Lord God, for the privilege to be ministers of the gospel, Lord God. And we bless you and we honor you. Thank you for these people. Give them the grace they need to more than conquer in these next days, Lord God, we pray. In this time of visitation, May you capture our imagination and may we see your glory and may we be shifted into a greater victorious day in the mighty name of Jesus. So this is Barry Miracle signing off for now. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect, you can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.